0: In your Bibles this morning, First, sorry, Second Timothy, chapter number one. Second Timothy, chapter number one, and we'll begin reading in verse number fifteen. Just four verses today, and I want you to meet a man named Onesiphorus. He uh, plays an important role in the Apostle Paul's life, though we don't talk about him very often. Onesiphorus was a very important guy, because Onesiphorus was the kind of guy that encouraged uh, the man of God the Apostle Paul, and encouraged the church, and was a faithful Christian. The Bible says in verse 15, This thou knowest, that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, of whom are jealous and hermogenes. The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. For he oft refreshed me, and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently, and found me. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day, and in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus thou knowest very well. And when we come to this passage of Scripture, uh, the Lord is using the Apostle Paul to tell us about this man Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus had done something in contrast to another group of people. Look at verse number 15. I love the honesty of the Bible. And uh, when you study the cares of the Bible, all the boogers are left in there. We see when people mess up. We see when people say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. And it gives credibility to the Scripture because we know that we're battling constantly with the old nature and sin. And uh, Paul was doing the work of God, but he wasn't doing it without some trouble along the way, and he tells us about it. He says in verse 15, talking to Timothy, He says, you know that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me. He says, you know all those people in Asia have been giving me a lot of grief. And he says, and to name specifically, I'm going to tell you two that have been an extra special pain. Of whom are Phygellus and Hermogenes. Now, Paul's just telling him listen. There have been some people giving me a hard time. I want you to remember something. Anything worth doing is going to be faced with some opposition and often lots of opposition. So just keep doing what's right anyway. Now, Paul has the right spirit about things. He has a Phygelus and Hermogenes in his life that have given him a whole lot of grief and caused him a lot of trouble. But if you'll notice something about the Apostle Paul, he doesn't mind to mention the fact that there are folks who give him a lot of grief, but he doesn't park there and stay there and allow those people to steal his joy. Because there's a pattern in Paul's writings that he'll tell us about Hermogenes and Philelus, but then he immediately goes to somebody like Onesiphorus. Everybody with me? Say Onesiphorus really fast. Onesiphorus. Now say it ten times. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <clears throat> He has phygellus and homogenes who have given him great grief. But he's not going to let them rule in his spirit. As a matter of fact, he's going to move from the trouble and the troublemaker and the people who are the pains to somebody that's a blessing. I'm to encourage you to do something. How many of you have a phygellus or homogenes in your life? Would you raise your hand? If they're right beside of you, don't elbow them. We all have folks who give us grief and cause us trouble. People who go against the grain and rub us the wrong way. And you can allow what the devil wants to do in those relationships, in those situations, to cause you to lose your joy, and often we do. But if you want to learn something from the Apostle Paul, you learn that you don't let two or three or four or five or even a whole bunch of people cause you to miss the fact that there is a host of folks around you that are a blessing. Amen. How many times have you mistreated the people who love you and care for you, and you love and are good to you because of what somebody like a I jealous did to you? Don't fall into that trap. Often we neglect and mistreat the people who love us the most because we've let somebody on the fray on the side aggravate us so much that we can't see past it. Paul makes a great practice of talking about briefly the folks who've caused him grief because that happens to all of us. But moving as quickly as possible from the trouble to the blessing. Hey, listen. If you want victory over Philelus and Hermogenes, you know what you need to do? You need to start thanking God for the Onesiphoruses in your life. It's important. So he says... I want to tell you and remind you about Phygelus and Hermogenes, but listen to this. Verse 16, the Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. For he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. Oh, Onesiphorus. Folks, you and I should determine to be an Onesiphorus. We should determine to be an Onesiphorus in the lives of people around us. The kind of people who are a blessing. Look what he says. Onesiphorus oft refreshed me. It just simply means often refreshed me. How many of you ever had somebody that they, they've refreshed you often? How many of you have somebody like that? You need to just praise the Lord for them right now. And God gives us a little insight into this man Onesiphorus. Why? So we can pattern our lives after him. So that we can be a blessing to other people. And so that we can learn the true key to being personally refreshed is not an internal yearning or an external plea to cry out for people to refresh you and help you and bless you. Let me tell you the key to being refreshed. The key to being refreshed is being a refresher. The key to getting blessing is giving it. And Onesiphras was the kind of guy that passed out goodness and was faithful and encouraged our great apostle Paul. And in turn, we know that Onesiphras was refreshed and blessed also. You see, we should determine to be an Onesiphras. There's some things that we can see in this text that I think will help you. First of all, I want to remind you of this. Number one, Onesiphras receives mercy and his house. Now, we know that Onesiphorus was the off-refresher. He was the one that was doing the blessing. He was the one that encouraged the Apostle Paul. That was the guy that was contrary and in contrast to Philemon and Hermogenes. We know he was the guy that was being a blessing. But look what Paul says about him in verse 16. Paul, when he talks about Onesiphorus, he talks about Onesiphorus with a prayer. He says, The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. We understand that the reason that Paul wanted Onesiphorus to have mercy and the blessing of God was because he'd oft refreshed me. He was not ashamed of my chain. He sought me out very diligently. Paul wanted Onesiphorus to be blessed because Onesiphorus had been a blessing to the apostle Paul. He says, The Lord grant, give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. Verse 18. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. Let me tell you about an Onesiphorus. If you're an Onesiphorus, you will receive mercy and your house. How many of you met somebody that demanded that you bless them? How many of you met somebody that demanded that you uh, give them what they felt was rightfully theirs? Have you ever met somebody that selfishly cried out for the attention and Complained when they didn't get what they expected someone should give them. Have you ever met somebody like that? When you run into somebody that's on your case because you didn't treat them the way they think that you should have treated them, does that make you want to treat them with grace and kindness and mercy and love? When somebody gets on you because you failed them so badly, does that make you want to say, oh... I want to be a blessing to you. Every time somebody somebody demands something of me, and I've got to be careful because I don't want to live this way, but if somebody demands something of me, my first reaction often, especially if they're not nice about it, is I don't want to give it to you. And so Onesiphorus gives us some insight into how to both be refreshed and to be blessed and to have folks want the best for you. What happened to Onesiphorus? Because Onesiphorus was a blessing to the Apostle Paul, because he was a refresher, because he was interested in helping, guess what happened? Paul prayed that God would give mercy to Onesiphorus. you know how to get blessed? Determine with all your might to die to self and bless others. And the byproduct will be genuine love and blessing that comes from other people. Because when someone's a blessing to you, you can't help as a child of God but want to be a blessing to them in return. Well, Onesiphras had it right. The Apostle Paul writes in the inspired Word of God God bless Onesiphras. Why? Because Onesiphras had determined that with all of his mind, he would be a blessing. The Apostle Paul. Oh, I like it. How do I get what I need? By demanding what I need? No. I get what I need by giving to others. It works, folks. It works. God is faithful. He does that. God blessed Onesiphorus. Paul wanted God to bless Onesiphorus. Why? Because Onesiphorus was a blessing. There's some fascinating verse of Scripture I want to share with you. A couple from the Proverbs, a couple from the New Testament. Things to remember. Proverbs 18, 25 says this. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. The Bible just basically says it teaches us that if we are merciful, God gives us mercy. If we're merciful to other people, they reciprocate that often. Is it 100% of the time? Not 100% of the time. But most of the time, if you're a merciful person, you're going to receive mercy. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou, shalt, thou wilt show thyself upright. Proverbs 11, 17. Listen to what the Bible says. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul. But he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. Huh. A merciful man doeth good to his own soul. When you humble yourself... And care about somebody else. The Bible says you do yourself good. And Onesiphorus was blessed of God. And Paul wanted the blessing of God to fall on Onesiphorus. Why? Because he was a blessing. Matthew 5, 7. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Luke 6, 36. Be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. What do we learn from Onesiphorus? We learn from Onesiphorus that if you'll determine to be a person of mercy, you'll receive mercy in return. Oh, it's sweet. It's sweet when someone loves you. Not out of obligation. Not because you demanded it. But they love you because you've shown them love. They're gracious to you because you've shown them grace. Oh, it's sweet. God reciprocates mercy. There's something else he says here in verse 16: "The Lord give mercy <clears throat> unto the house of Onisciforus." Let's think about the house of Onisciforus. Now, I can't wait to get to heaven and find out some things. I'm looking forward to seeing as I've studied this passage of scripture. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing just how God blessed the house of Onisciforus. There's no, no doubt in my mind that God heard and answered this prayer. Onesiphras' children and grandchildren and great grandchildren reap the benefit of Onesiphras being a blessing. You see, I've done the same thing. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to grow up in this community, and I'm thankful for the grandparents that I had. A lot of you have known a lot of my grandparents. I'm thinking of a number of them, and I'm thinking about them and different things. Uh, one is, one i mentioned first is O.V. Sturgill. I'm not talking about perfect people. I'm talking about people who are my grandparents that loved me, and they did some good things along the way. But my grandfather, great-grandfather O.V. Sturgill, when he was a member of this church and had a hotel and businesses around town, he did a few things right. I'll never forget, I moved to North Carolina. I was Young, I was 26 years old, became the pastor of the Bowling Springs Baptist Church. And I was there working at a radio station, helping them raise some money. It just so happened that the Inspirations Quartet was singing at the same radio station that I was doing some uh, some fundraising for. And I would spend a little time on there, and they would sing, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I was really excited to meet the Inspirations. How many of you like to hear the Inspirations sing? I love them. And uh, I remember them... Hearing about them and hearing them sing and being around uh, at a distance when I was a teen, when I was a kid and a teenager, and I, I'll never forget. I, I met Archie Watkins and Troy Burns and the the men that sang in the Inspirations Quartet, and we started talking, and they they we introduced ourselves, and I said well, my name's Cody Sturgill, and I said Sturgill, really? Where are you from? I said well, I'm from Chilhowee, Virginia. You got to be kidding me! I said no, I'm from Chilham, Virginia. and uh. uh Archie Watkins and Troy Bo spoke up. They said, when we were just getting started, we went to the Howie Baptist Church. Have you ever heard of O.V. Sturgill? I said, yeah, I called him Papaw. They <laughs> said, O.V., when we were just kids, he'd take us around and he'd feed us and put us up in his motel. He said, we even went and collected rent with him one time. And he was good to us. Those guys remember that. And I'll tell you, they treated me so well. It wasn't because I'd done anything special. It's just because my grandfather, years before I discovered America, was merciful and gracious to them. And I reaped the benefit of it. Now, don't fall into the trap to think that the only person you're living for is you because there's an opportunity that the works you do will be a blessing to the folks ran into lots of folks who have been gracious and kind to me because of the way my grandfather, Dick Sturgill, treated them. I had something tear up not long ago, and I needed someone to fix it. And I went to a man that could fix it. And he was glad to help me. And he wasn't just glad to help me because I was the pastor of Chubb Baptist Church. You know what he want to talk about? He wanted to talk about how good my grandfather, Bill Bice, had been to him. And I'm thankful for that. And I reap the benefit of the good deeds of the folks who came before me. And I'm thankful for that. I'm reminded that I want to live the kind of life that God is. And people want to show mercy not only to me but to my house. I'm thankful for that. How many times I've been treated well because Sarah Chapman was my grandmother. It just goes on and on. And Betty Bison... I'm thankful for that heritage. And I'm reminded as I live my life from day to day that I don't want to just live for me. And I don't want to just yearn that people give me the respect I demand and deserve because ultimately I deserve nothing. But I'll tell you something, if you'll show mercy and kindness and graciousness to other people, you'll find out the spirit of Onesiphorus will help you in all areas of life and not only will it help you, but it help your kids and grandkids and people to follow. You see, Onesiphorus was a refresher. And he was refreshed because he was a refresher. See, Onesiphorus received mercy in his house. Number two. And Onesiphorus refreshes God's servant. We've talked about this briefly, and I'll roll through it quickly. But in verse number 16, the Bible says, The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me. What was, what was he doing? He was often refreshing the Apostle Paul. I don't know exactly what uh, Onesiphorus did, but God had enabled Onesiphorus to be a blessing. And by the way, God has enabled you to do unique and special things that encourages and helps the people around you. But Ona Schiffers was the kind of guy who he wasn't just going to do one thing nice one time so he could check it off his bo- off check the box, and say, I've done something nice one time. He was the kind of guy that woke up every day. Lord, give me somebody. Give me some opportunity. Show me something that I can do to be a blessing to others. And just so happened, Paul was one of the guys that he was an encouragement to. I think the word that needs to be emphasized is often. He off refreshed me. Look, we should make it the pattern of our lives to every day to be a blessing to somebody somehow. It's really not all that hard. Sometimes it's just a smile, a kind word. Sometimes the Lord will require that you take it a little bit further and make some investment. But off-refresh should be our goal. Lord, help me to off-refresh the people around me. Do you think it would change the spirit of your workplace if the people in your workplace were determined to be a blessing to each other. Do you think the spirit of your home would change if husbands, you determine that you, with the best of your ability, are going to be an encouragement to your wives and wives, with the best of your ability, you're going to be an encouragement to your husband and children. You get the point. It'll change the culture of your home, your work, your school. All determined to be an Onesiphorus. He off refreshed God's servant. Number three, Something that stood out about Onesiphorus, the apostle Paul, was that he unashamedly identified with him. Look at the scripture says, we're working our way through this text. The Bible says, he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. You know, some people just need you to stand with them. Some people just need you to identify with them. Some people need you to... Put their arms around him and say, you know, thank you for being my friend. I'm your friend. Identify. We have to become a little vulnerable to become a friend. But, oh, it's a vulnerability that's good. <laughs> Peter Ventresky, he called me just a little while ago. And I'll tell you, I was thrilled to hear from him. He's the kind of guy that's not afraid to make himself vulnerable. He said, you be sure to tell my church family that I love them. Now, some of us would be afraid to even identify with our church family, much less let the whole church know, I love you. But somebody who says, I'll get in your corner, somebody who says, I'm determined with the Lord's help to be blessed to you, that's the kind of people we need to be. Onesiphras, he was unashamed to identify with God's servant. Let's look at another thing. He selflessly sacrificed for the Apostle Paul. The Bible says in verse 17, He was not ashamed of my shame, but when I when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. Something that pleased Paul about Onesiphorus was he didn't just barely try to find him. Back in the day, Paul was hidden under a stone somewhere. They didn't want him to be found. He was hidden in a prison. And Onesiphorus didn't have Google. He didn't have News Channel 5. He didn't have any way, really... Define him the way we would today. So he had to work at it. And Paul said, that boy, Onesiphorus, I was in prison. He wasn't only unashamed of me, but he dug and he fought and he clawed and he scratched and he uncovered. Until he figured out where I was. I like that spirit. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you inconvenienced yourself? in order to be a blessing to somebody else. If it's been a while, it's probably time that changes. You see, we should never get so caught up with our own agenda that we're unwilling to be a blessing to other people. If I ever get to the place where I think I'm too busy to talk to you, I'm out of the will of God. If I ever get to the place where I think I'm too busy to do something kind for somebody else and only serve myself, I'm out of the will of God and you are too. Oh no Siferis. He's the kind of guy, he said, You know what? What I got to do, it can wait a day. I'm gonna be a blessing to the Apostle Paul. I love that spirit. He selflessly sacrificed for God's servant. But then look at this one last thing. Verse number 18. The Lord granted him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. I like that phrase. How many things he ministered. Don't be this person that said, I served God one time. I did one good thing 15 years ago. That's all you can talk about. Don't be that person. It's good to talk about things we did 15 years ago. It's great. But you make sure that you've done something for the glory of God this week. You say, I'm providentially hindered. You're not providentially hindered from being a blessing to somebody. I'm old. I'm young. Stop making excuses. Be a blessing. Oh, it's sweet. give to other folks sweetness it's right you know what Onesiphras did he was a blessing to Paul that day that he ran him down but Onesiphras didn't quit because Paul even testifies oh oh, how many times how many times he ministered to me Oh, how many times he refreshed me. Oh, how many times he blessed me. Oh, how many times he was just faithful to be an encourager. Sweet. If you listen to this message and you think, My, lands, Josh Mo should have been a greater blessing to me. You've missed it. When you listen to this message, you should be in your heart. Lord, help me to be like Onesiphorus. And help me to invest in somebody. Help me to serve somebody. Help me to show somebody grace and mercy. Help me to find somebody to be a blessing to. You know what happens? When you determine to be a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. You're here today and you're lonely. You're here today and you're discouraged. You're here today and you're disappointed with people. The answer is not go give them a piece of your mind. The answers you determine to be a blessing. You determine to extend mercy and grace and show the love of Christ. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to find out that God's going to encourage you and God's going to strengthen you. Huh, and you never can tell; someone may come along and be a blessing to you, too. You see, we should determine to have the spirit of Onesiphorus. I like it. I'm thinking about him. He was a refreshed refresher. Why? Because he was determined to be a blessing to other people. That's the spirit of Christ. We happen to see it emulated in the spirit of Onesiphorus, determined to be on Onesiphorus. Let's pray.